Coaches, are you looking to take your game preparation to the next level? Then Fast Model Sports is the perfect coaching software for you. With FastDraw, build an organized library of plays and drills and create professional playbooks to share with your players and staff. You can also download over 9,500 free plays and drills from our playbank directly to your FastDraw account. Looking for a better way to build your scouting reports and want to include video? With FastScout, build custom scouting report templates to prepare your team best for each individual opponent. Plus, did you know with the latest updates from Fast Model Sports, you can now include video with your FastScout reports and share with your coaches and staff all within the FastScout mobile app. The combination of FastDraw and FastScout is by far the best way for you and your coaches to create winning game strategies and effectively communicate them to your team. Over 10,000 high school and youth coaches trust Fast Model Sports products to help their teams reach their goals. To order, go to FastModelSports.com. Use code COACHINGU15 to get 15% off any FastDraw or FastScout products. Remember, Go to FastModelSports.com, use code COACHINGU15 to get 15% off any fast draw and fast scout products. We're thrilled to have our longtime partners and friends at Dr. Dish Basketball on board as sponsors of the Coaching You podcast. Dr. Dish machines are undoubtedly the most user-friendly and advanced machines in the world of basketball today. Dr. Dish has completely revolutionized and reimagined the shooting machine to provide the best solution on the market. Join top programs around the world like Duke, North Carolina, Florida, and countless others and upgrade your shooting machine to Dr. Dish. Dr. Dish machines are the best way to increase purposeful reps in your program to get players better, faster, while tracking progress along the way. Dr. Dish provides so much more than just your standard shooting machines with custom training, pro trainers, and coaches on demand, real-time and detailed analytics, and top-of-the-line drills and workouts. If you're looking to take your program to the next level, look no further than Dr. Dish for the best basketball training machine in the world. If you have an old machine that's just collecting dust in your gym, did you know that you can trade that in to Dr. Dish for up to $1,500 off and get a new dish? Make sure to give our friends at Dr. Dish a follow at Dr. Dish B-Ball on Twitter and Instagram for great daily drills, workouts, tips, and inspiration. Or contact us at drdishbasketball.com. Don't forget to mention Coaching You or our podcast for $300 off your purchase. Hey, welcome to another Coaching You podcast with the coach, Brendan Sir. Today is a day where it's a treat for me because a couple of times a year I get to talk to uh, some of the players I've coached before, whether it be Isaiah Thomas, uh, you know, uh, you know, some of the guys that are I love to have at different times of the year, NBA playoffs. And with the All-Star game coming up uh, and talking to my friend B.J. Armstrong, who's one of the great agents in basketball for Wasserman. But B.J. is also a great podcaster. It's really specializing right now uh, throughout Europe uh, with his Hoop Genius podcast. But one of the things that uh, B.J. and I talk about are the incredible players that we have in the league. So in talking to him the day before the All-Star game, 
I wanted to get some of his ideas on the players, since we have a lot of first-time players that are in the game, and I wanted him to share, even though the game's been played on Sunday, I wanted to share some of his thoughts with some of the players that you saw in the game on Sunday, because uh, he's one of the really most knowledgeable people that I know in basketball. So sit back, enjoy, and we'll come back after this quick timeout and talk to P.J. Armstrong. I'm so excited to announce our new partner, Instat. Instat is a powerful web-based platform which enables you to store, edit, and share video linked to statistics. Their video database contains over 30,000 player profiles and nearly 7,000 team profiles. Thousands of basketball games from all over the world are uploaded daily, with many of them filmed exclusively by Instat. Instat's user-friendly interface is very intuitive. The flexible filtering system will fit the needs of coaches at all levels. You can sort through specific play types, locations on the court, lineups, and various other parameters. The Instat system contains multiple tools that clients from all over the world utilize for scouting, recruiting, coaching and player development, video editing, and tagging. They also take an individual approach to each client. The wide network of Instat account representatives allow Instat to best serve their clients 24-7. Also, Instat production specialists will provide you with a quick and precise breakdowns of your team and opponents in less than 10 hours. Need a certain game ready sooner? Instat gives you the ability to prioritize the specific games you want the data for first. Instat also provides free individual player access. So feel free to invite your players to the Instat platform so they can access their page, follow their performance, scout opponents, and share clips with other players and coaches. After each game, they can receive an individual one-page PDF report and video clips with all box score statistics. For more details, please visit our official website, instatsport.com forward slash basketball and apply for a free one month trial using code coaching you live again that code is coaching you live contact eric stang at eric.stang at instatsport.com for more information on this offer as well and that's e-r-i-c period s-t-a-n-g at I-N-S-T-A-T sport.com or click the link in our show notes. Hi, this is Brendan Sir. I'm talking to coaches, PE teachers, ADs, and camp directors because I'm so excited to announce our newest Coaching You podcast partnership with my friends from 360 Hoops. What if I told you that I've witnessed the most innovative game, training, and exercise for kids that I've seen in decades? 360 Hoops takes up less space than traditional basketball and allows for more players to get involved in developing their basketball fundamentals. The three-sided basket is attached to wheels for easy transportation and can adjust from 7 to 10 feet. The uses are endless, from elementary and middle school recess to physical education class that can also be used for team practice and skill development training for teams with players of all ages. For more information, visit www.play360hoops.com to learn more about this new innovative product. Make sure you mention Coaching You 
for a 10% discount. Hey, welcome to another Coaching You podcast with the coach Brendan Sir and one of my favorite people I talk to every single day, BJ Armstrong, is our guest today. BJ, welcome, my friend. Coach, it's always a pleasure. As I tell you all the time, it's just so wonderful to hear your voice. It's a pleasure. <laughs> and now I get a chance to learn. So, you know, I, I know I'm the guest, but actually I'm just listening to you, as right. I always do. So well, class, this, is, uh, this is great. Class begins now. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I, you know, we're going to All-Star Weekend here, and uh, you played in the All-Star Game in 94. You know, I got to coach two All-Star Games. Talk about what a special weekend is for a player for the first time, some of these young people. We have a lot of first-time players. Yeah, it really was an, an amazing, you know, opportunity, amazing event. And, you know, what I remember most coaches uh, about that is, one, yes, being your first time. And we all have these dreams and aspirations that, in, in our youth, right? Oh, someday I'm going to play in the NBA. Someday I'm going to win a world championship. Someday I'm going to be an NBA All-Star. And I remember, you know, right before my name was being called, all of this is coming to me all at once. And it was always me and my dad and my family watching the game mm -hmm. and rooting for our favorite players, right? And you coach my favorite player of all time, Isaiah Thomas. Right. And I, re I can remember his first All-Star, and I remember us watching it and so proud of the city of Detroit and – and all of the people in Detroit. And, but again, you know, you know, we were just basketball fans, a basketball family. And I remember thinking to myself, how did I get here? Right. It was always me watching someone else. And then suddenly I realized that I was about to play in the NBA all-star game. And what a wonderful opportunity. And uh, the thing that I can recall most was, you know, I'm, I'm, I always, as a kid, I wanted to play in the best games possible. And here I am about to play in the best game the world has to offer. And so the level of competition was phenomenal. It was all because of this little ball, something I was going to do anyway, mm -hmm. that brought all of us, all of us together, all these people together. And suddenly I was into a, a business that was well beyond my wildest imagination. So what a phenomenal experience. And every year it's bigger and bigger and bigger. And you keep saying, how big is this thing going to grow? Well, coach, we're officially now in the global age of basketball. It's a global game, and it, it's just not a game that's played here in the States anymore. It's a game that's played everywhere and a game that's uh, truly a global game, and it's continuing to grow. And as you and I now are doing podcasts and we're doing other forms of media to express and grow the game, it's one of the truly incredible things I've seen in my lifetime, and um, it's just amazing to watch. You know, one of the things that, uh, you know, uh, I – Isaiah was a master in these games. He he knew how to become the MVP. <laughs> he, he he you know he knew how to dish out great assists. He could score whenever he wanted, especially in a game like that. And I think, that, but most of the guys just wanted to fit in. You know, I had Michael in a couple of games, and he, one game he was the MVP in Chicago, and he was before you came into the league and. I've never seen anyone perform in an all-star game like that. He performed like it was a regular season playoff game uh, because I think it was his home fans. And uh, just to be in a locker room with those guys is so amazing. First time, intimidating for me. I mean, I'm just sitting there saying, how the hell did I get here? Thank God we had a great record. And so 
Let's first talk about the two captains of the team. Obviously, the players now pick the teams as opposed to Eastern Western Conference when you were playing and I was coaching. So the two highest vote getters uh, by the fans, by the media, and by players uh, are the captains. And we have Kevin Durant, I th- you know, Again, you know, Kevin Durant is incredible and, you know, can't play in the game because he's injured with a knee injury. Uh, And LeBron James, I think for at least the third or fourth year, uh, you know, is the head of the other team. And I I just marvel at these guys uh, who sustain excellence and stuff like that. Let's talk about KD first. Your feelings about him. Well, Kevin Durant is an amazing, amazing player and, and, you know, every now and then, coach, as you watch the game and you've been watching the game longer than I have coaching and, you know, I've had opportunity to play and, and watch this game and, and, and come to love it like we do. You know, you'll see something a little different. Kevin Durant is a little different. You know, you don't see a seven footer right. who has the skill set that he has in particular on the offensive end. What a magnificent offensive player he really is uh, with his ability to score from the perimeter. You know, I can't recall since I've been watching basketball where you see a player that catches the ball in an offensive in in an offensive threat right anywhere on the floor because his range expands far beyond the three point line where he catches the ball and every time he catches the ball he's open. Now, why do I say he's open? Because he's seven he's 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 seven feet, so he doesn't need a step back. Does he have a step back? Yes, he doesn't need a fadeaway. He is a seven footer who is open because there aren't many seven-footers who have the footwork, the speed, the quickness, the agility to move around the court like he does. And I get that gives him a significant advantage because he has a clear look nine times out of ten at the basket every time he shoots. And he's just a marvelous offensive player, and uh, he's an incredible, you know, what he's able to do. I would love to have the opportunity to coach a player like that because everything you draw up, he's going to be able to get a shot and be able to get a look at it. And he's mastered the art. He's really a, a, a pro's pro in that regard. And he's had an incredible career thus far with more to come, hopefully. And uh, unfortunately, he's hurt because he's tr- truly a magnificent player because you don't see many. You haven't seen a player like that. You know, the only player I can can recall that has those type of skills who was that tall at the time would be like a George Gervin. And he was only like six, seven, six, yeah. eight. Uh, you're right. This guy is like. George Gerving 2.0 because he's a seven footer with the same skill set, you know, and I'm just saying that because they had the same body type, you know, they're both very thin, but what, what an incredible player he was. And uh, it's been truly, you know, I'm just very fortunate to be able to get a chance to watch a player like this because you don't see this often. You know, you're out, you're out in the West coast and uh, you get to see the Lakers often. Um, LeBron James in his 19th year, Wow. Uh, you know, I, I, I am so amazed, you know, of him because, uh, you know, his ability to, you know, he's averaging 29 points a game right now. And he's on a run of scoring that's really unprecedented for a player of his age. And I look at him, he took his darn shirt off the other day. And my God, it looked like a 26 year old. A uh, guy that just lifted weights that could be in the NFL for crying out loud, <laughs> and and, and uh, you know, and I I just am amazed by the guy, and uh, you know, and you know, and when Anthony Davis got uh, you know hurt the other night, 
the guy just willed his team to a win almost by himself. I thought it was uh, against Utah. I thought it was fabulous, you know, the way he competes and stuff at his age. But you get to see LeBron all the time now. Um, thoughts about what he's doing this year to, to deservingly be an all-star. Well, you know, it, it really is incredible. You know, every time I say it, I say, you know, he's in year 19. So, you know, I can't look at him from the same lens as a player that's like in his prime. You know, he was supposed to be out of his prime about 10 years ago. Well, he's extended his prime in a way where he is still at 30, what, seven now, yeah. averaging 29 points a game. Now, that's a tribute to him, his dedication to the game nutrition, rests, and all the other things. But more importantly, you know, you got to have a skill set. You got to have the physical ability to do it. And he's changed his game. You know, I first started watching LeBron James as a freshman in high school. Because back wow. then you could, you could, uh, you know, the you know, players didn't have to go to college right. when he came out. So I've been watching him for quite some time now. And to watch how his game has matured and developed and changed over the years, and for him to still be effective, I mean, that says that's that's an incre that's an incredible and an amazing achievement because, you know, everything changes over time. Um, you know, he's a unique player. He's a unique physical talent. He's, you know, he's 6'8", 6'9", 250 or so, you know, 260. He moves. He plays downhill. Amazing ability to pass, distribute. And to watch him score, you know, because that's not what he, you know, that's not his thing. He's not really a scorer first. You know, he's more of a facilitator more than anything. So it's been incredible to watch. You know, you, like I said, you you see these players every now and then. You say, that's a little different. Well, you don't see too many six eight six nine guys who can run and jump with the athletic ability and speed that he has. I'm just always amazed at his his speed. You know, mm -hmm. he gets from one end to the other at that size as well as anyone I've seen in the NBA. And he finishes with his right hand and left hand. And uh, he's really had an amazing, amazing career. You know, he's what, four-time champion. Somehow, some way, he, he, you know, he figures out what's needed. And uh, he's still doing it in year 19. And you, you have to ask the question, when is he going to slow down? And uh, he just keeps, he keeps trucking along, literally, mm -hmm. <laughs> and playing at a high level. And uh, he's trying to get this L.A. Laker team in the playoffs. You know, he's he may not have the effort. He may not have the energy that he once had, you know, when he was 25, 26, 27. But you can see he's still very, very effective. You know, at one point, you know, he could have played with anyone and he would carry that team to the upper the upper half of, of that division or that conference. But he's still able to put up incredible numbers and be an all-star and be considered one of the you know top players in the NBA even at this age it's it's a tribute to him and uh, it's really I think when we look back on his career once he does retire we'll say we we truly witnessed one of the great players of all time well let's go through uh <clears throat> excuse me Kevin Durant's team and you know he picked Joel Embiid who people are saying that right now he's on some kind of run is the likely winner uh, that we're all seventy percent of the season is gone of the this year's MVP. Uh, Embiid, uh, an amazing talent. A few comments on Joel. 
Well, JoJo, um, I, I, again, you know, it, it's always amazing for me to watch the progression of these players. Right. And I can remember seeing the big fella for the very first time. I thought, God, this guy reminds me of someone. I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint it. I was like, God, and I watched him day one in the gym, and then I watched him day two in the gym, and I go, I got it. This guy is Akeem Olajuwon. Oh wow! <laughs> I, I remember, I remember saying that. I was like, I got it. like you watch his footwork, and it was just natural. You know, you, you can see when someone they learn a new move and they're trying to acquire the foot steps or they're trying to acquire the rhythm to incorporate that into their game. Jojo just did everything naturally. Like, you know, he would just be playing around in the gym and he would do the, he would do the dream shake. And then he would do these incredible, you know, he would he, he could he could he could improvise on the fly playing one-on-one drills and you just saw his natural gifts, but you just saw the footwork. I mean, he just did it naturally. Mm. And he was big strong athletic and he has a little nasty streak about him which i love and you know jojo right now is playing i think he's playing the game at the highest level in the entire nba wow yeah i, agree. I really do yeah i mean right now you know what i mean like he's you know the the, the thing that's amazing to me is you, you you talk about these guys put up incredible stats and we talk about lebron james he's averaging 29 well the difference between lebron and jojo right now is Jojo is putting up these incredible stats, but he's only a game or two out of first place, minus an all-star player who's in his prime, Ben Simmons. Right. So what this says about Jojo is that he's figured out how to be an incredible individual talent. He's learned how to incorporate his talent into the framework of the team. He's clearly very coachable because his progression under Doc's Rivers, since he's gotten there as the head coach, has shot through the roof, and suddenly now we're talking about JoJo being the best player in the NBA. And he's winning. So I mm. think to watch him, and the thing I watch him, Coach, I say, I say this all the time. You know, I say, JoJo, there's only going to be one thing that's going to keep you from being MVP in this league. That's your own conditioning. And as you're seeing him getting in better and better conditioning because of injuries and so forth, you see his game improving. It's like weekly he gets better. He's so strong. He's so athletic. He has an incredible touch around the basket. And he has amazing footwork at his size. I mean, the things he's able to do, I mean, he just has a, a he just has the gifts, right? He has it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? He's he's a fun player to watch. And I'm just excited to see him continue to thrive because he had so many injuries at the beginning of his career. And you know how you know how difficult that is, coach to to maintain your 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 mental capacity to, to to stay focused, and for him to be able to do that, get past those injuries, continue to play like this, continue to believe in himself, but more importantly, to show up and and take on the responsibility uh, for a franchise has been amazing to watch. And uh, without question, if the NBA ended today, I would vote for you know Joel Embiid as the the most valuable player in the game today. The most exciting player, I think, and the player that's taken probably the biggest step in the league, in my opinion, is Ja Morant uh, from Memphis. Has turned his in- team into a contender overnight. And uh, every time he plays, it's must-watch because he might do something we've never seen out of a guard position, especially a point guard position. Uh, you know, a few thoughts on him since you played that position. 
Yeah, well, you know, um, there's one position that I take special interest in, and, and that's the point guard position. And I, I, I do that because, you know, like you mentioned, Coach, I played that position. And the other positions, I watch. But this is one position that I, I feel probably that I understand the best, which is the point guard position. You know, people say John Moran is, you know, he's improved and he's taking a jump. And, you know, that may hold true in the other four positions, but I don't think that applies to the point guard because there is a unwritten rule that you have to have when, you, when you're playing that point guard position. And I think it's one thing that you don't really learn. I think you either you, you understand it or you don't. It's when to pass and when to shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not something that you can teach a guy, you know, like Steph Curry, for instance. Steph Curry is a scorer. And if we don't allow him to score, then we're not putting him in the best position to, 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 to do what he does. But I can't ask Steph Curry to suddenly become a distributor. <laughs> that's not what he does. Yeah. You know, Damian Lillard is not a distributor. Right. This kid, John Morant, is a distributor. He initiates and he scores and he defends. And as you said, he's must see TV. I mean, he's exciting. So to me, he has it. Now, the thing that's been amazing to watch is that you can see the impact of a lead guard of his caliber, the impact that he can have on, on the game today in the way they play because they play this game with pace and space. Every team now is basically playing the same way where you need a lead guard who can play downhill, but you need a lead guard who can play downhill, put pressure on the defense and then pass when it's time to pass score when it's time to score and do a little mixture of both and start shooting and doing all those things. Well, John Morant has figured that out immediately. Like (laughs) he came into the league and you're saying, Oh, this guy knows when to pass. This guy's knows when to shoot. He's competing, he's playing, and now what you're seeing is, to me, he's taking receipts going around the league trying to hmm. dominate every guard that he plays in the league. Yeah. And that's what I love most about him is he is a competitor. He's not asking to be the best player. He's not bowing down to these other guards who are clearly you know, first-team All-NBA. He's going after everyone. And he, and he has the mentality, and he's taken that mentality, and now he's given the Memphis Grizzlies an identity. This culture that he's created down there in Memphis, to me, is probably one of the greatest things I've seen in a long time where someone goes to a city and changes the entire culture. Mm. And now they are, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies and they play with a certain attitude, kind of like what you guys did, kind of what I what Isaiah Thomas did when he came to Detroit. He gave them an attitude. He gave them a belief. He gave them a hope. And now we're talking about the Memphis Grizzlies. Currently, they're like third in the Western Conference as we speak, which is incredible, and no one expected them to do it. So, you know, I would shout out to him, Memphis. Shout out to to the Memphis Grizzlies and John Morant for whatever what they've been able to accomplish because right now they're ahead of schedule, Coach. Yeah, uh, that point guard position that you uh, love. Another guy that just has really changed the game, um, and when you're the fifth pick in the draft. Uh, to make the impact that he has made, uh, Trey Young, uh, you know, here's a little guy that shoots the yeah. ball from as far as you've ever seen. You know, a guy that can come in and average 28 points a game, you know, almost 10 assists, uh, you know, 
I mean, it, it's it's big time what he's done, and obviously he's made the Hawks uh, a playoff team. Uh, a couple of thoughts on on Trey Young because he's so unusual, and not and you didn't shoot the ball from as far as he did. I have to admit. No, I, 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 there have been a lot of players who didn't shoot the ball. Phil Jackson far. and I mean, Chuck would have been these guys are shooting. Literally, coach, I think these guys are shooting now. Like they've extended the range as far as they can go. They're literally at half court now, yeah, right? I amazing. mean, to me, it's it's really it's a it's been amazing to watch. Right? We, we it's time for us to to start lobbying you and I for a four point line, right? We, we need <laughs> I, to get I would a four like point that. Shot anyway, yeah, right. I would like that. Um, you know, Trey Young. Yeah, Trey Young kind of burst on the scene in this regard. You know, we all knew he could score. We watched him there at Oklahoma, and he could score. And he was smaller, and we knew that. But the thing they they were able to get to the conference finals last year. Yep. And that to me is what changed everyone's view of Trey Young. Right? It's one thing to be a good player on a bad team. Suddenly, you're saying this translates to winning basketball, and now I think that's. That was the difference in how you view Trey Young. Now, this year, they're, they're currently in, in I, I believe they're in 10th place. Yep. There are two games or so under 500. So, you know, the expectations of playing is a lot different, as you know, Coach, being in this league is a lot different than playing with no expectations. Last year, no one expected them to get there. And suddenly now you can see the difficulty of winning in this league, let alone being successful in this league once you get to the playoffs. So, I think Trey Young is learning. Uh, when I say learning, he's learning how to be a leader of his team on both sides of the ball, right? We we all when we say Trey Young, we always tend to talk about what he's doing on the offensive end, as we should. But defensively, I think if he wants to have what's called sustain, if he wants to have sustained success, success with any type of su- sustainability, he's going to have to improve on the other side of the ball. Because he is the initiator of the defense. And if he's going to be able to take advantage of what he's able to do on the offensive end, because there aren't too many players that can stay in front of him because he creates havoc, I think it would be better served for him moving forward if he understands how important it is to play at least, you know, a def- have a defensive presence where he can at least contain people. Because they're going to need him on that side of the ball more so than him scoring 30 points a game if they're going to continue to have these aspirations to get back to, you know, the conference finals and further, which is winning the final game of the season. Great offensive talent. There isn't a guard that can stay in front of him. He has every shot in the bag. He has the mid-range. He has deep range, left hand, right hand, floaters, runners. But if he's going to really have an impact on the game itself and his team and his organization, it's going to come because of his commitment on the other side of the ball, which we don't talk enough about. I know it's not the most fun thing to talk about, but if you want to win, you got to go there first. I agree. Uh, Three-time All-Star Jason Tatum from the Celtics, part of their uh, two-headed monster up there with Jalen Brown. But Jason Tatum... Uh, has really put on a surge. It's his third time he's been in the All-Star team. He's going to replace uh, KD in the starting lineup since KD is out. Uh, the guy can really score the ball, you know, 26 points a game, uh, you know, and uh, just a magnificent talent on the offensive end of the court. 
Yeah, Jason Tatum is a big-time scorer, and, and make no doubt about it. You know, he's a classic, you know, wing player uh, in today's game. You know, he has, you know, he has the range. He has a three-ball, you know, his pull-up game, getting to the mid-range has improved so much now where he's a he's a true threat every time he comes on the floor. Mm-hmm. And he can finish over the top of you if need be at the basket. So he's a he's a three-level scorer. Um, classic wing player. I think he could have played in, in any era. You know, when you yep. watch yep. those guys, you know, you know, some players, their game, you know, is in a certain era. Well, this guy, you can put him in any era. You can drop him off at any time, and this guy can play. So um, I love what he's doing. And you know what I love, Coach? I'm watching his game mature, and he's giving you more consistent effort on the other end of the ball. I mean, they – they were at nine and zero, had on nine game winning streak until they lose to yep. our favorite team in the league, the Detroit Pistons, the other night, which was a big win for them. Uh, so they're nine and one going into the break. I think they are playing much more consistent basketball on the defensive end because they he is leading the charge on the offensive. I mean, he can score with the best of them, right? Him and Jalen Brown. There's yeah. no doubt that they can score. But when you see him giving that type of effort, I think he's growing into the leadership position. I think he's beginning to mature and understand as a player. And when that happens, you get good results. So, you know, give Boston credit. Boston is really playing a, a, a nice brand of basketball. I think they are like six now in the conference, um, you know, eight games or so over 500. And really playing a nice brand of basketball as we speak. And I'm sure they're expecting to continue that in the, in the second half or when the uh, All-Star break uh, is over and, and, and play begins and resumes again. So, you know, give those guys credit. They're playing really nice. And I think uh, Jason Tatum is a big reason why. Our friend, uh, our mutual friend, Chuck Daly, had a great saying that uh, all decisions you make in life or in coaching are 50-50, whether they're going to be right. And I used to say, right, right. Hi, 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 Chuck, 90, 95 to 5, you know, and he said, no, 50. <laughs> well, Andrew Wiggins had a decision to make before the season, and that was, did I get vaccinated or not? Remember? And uh, his teammates, and I give them credit, you know, his peers convinced him because uh, San Francisco had a, same as New York, you couldn't play if you weren't vaccinated. And so, you know, Andrew uh, thought long and hard, and he did it. And you know what? Uh, he turned into an all-star. For the, so for the first time, he's on it. And, you know, and and I think that's 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 great that he's fit in beautifully and, you know, and and he's and he and he's a good team player. You know, his stats are not all star type stats, but you know what? He really helps them be successful. And so I'm really pleased for Andrew. Yeah. You know what? Andrew Wiggins was the number one pick of the draft. Yep. And that wasn't an accident. And I think he has an opportunity or he is taking advantage of the opportunity of playing on a, in a winning team. And you can see the gifts and physical talent that he has. And he's really played exceptionally well. He's really settled in there. And, you know, so many times, Coach, you, you see these wonderfully talented players. And, you know, th- they have the talent to play, but there aren't many players that can carry an organization. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and we call those players standalone players just because you're the number one pick doesn't mean that you're a standalone talent where you can just drop this guy off anywhere and then he's just going to carry a franchise, whomever's there. Right. You know, it has to be the right fit for many of the players. You know, 
you know, 99% of us, or let's say 90% of us who come into this league, we're role players, whether we were drafted number one or the last pick in the second round. But there are some players who are just standalone players, right? They can play with anybody, play anywhere in any system, and they have that much talent that they will stand above the rest of the league because they are that gifted. And without question, you know, I don't think anyone who scouted him or watched him um, up there in, in Canada, I believe he's from Toronto, yep. would question his 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 physical ability. Like, I mean, he can run and jump with the with the best of them. But you could see now he's in the right place. He's in he's in he's in his right lane right now, and he's thriving under it. And congratulations to him um for you know what he's been able to do but more importantly he's playing winning basketball coach there's nothing worse in this league than losing right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Amen. nothing worse so i'm sure he's having fun i'm sure his confidence as you can watch playing you know uh is at all time high and i thought this year he deserved to be an all-star yes and um so congratulations to him it's a great achievement that you got to just stick in there you know it doesn't always work in the first time or the second time He's just got to be persistent. So he's very deserving of it. And uh, I think, you know, also some credit should go to Golden State Warriors environment for yes. what, what they've been able to do because, you know, he comes there, he's thriving in that environment. And that's, his, you know, to their organization, to those players who were there. And uh, they incorporated him and he took advantage of it. So, you know, good for him. Uh, our our friend uh, LeBron, uh, as the uh, captain of, a team they have to select uh their t teammates their first five have to be starters from the game so he went for star power uh Giannis was his first pick Steph Curry was Maginus was his second pick DeMar DeRozan who's you know top five MVP candidate was his third and last year's MVP Jokic was his last player. Imagine that the guy that's the MVP last year is the last pick of uh, the ten players picked in the in the draft for team. Um, what a team he's put together! He, uh, he should have let him put the Lakers together. Oh, I'm only kidding. Uh, uh, I think he did. Too. Nice I, think he did nice I think he did anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Nice yeah. nice uh, Giannis, uh, just another great, great year for him. Um, you know, there's not really a, not a whole lot to say about that guy. But, um, you know, just, uh, you know, for an all-star game, what a wonderful player to have in the game, right? Well, I, I you know, you, you talk about, you know, special talents. You know, Giannis, in, in my humble opinion, is the best player in the league. You know, he, he's the best player in the league on both sides of the ball, on both sides. And he gives you maximum effort. He, you know, the, the thing that amazes me about watching him is I'm going and I'm watching him. I'm going, this guy is two-time now MVP. He's the MVP of the finals. He's a world champion. He's defensive player of the year. And I'm going to myself, he's not a finished product yet, coach. Yeah. imagine He's, he's not a yeah. coach. His game isn't finished, right? He's really, impro he's he really improved. Improve he's really improved his outside shot and his free throw shooting. He, he, Yep. You know, I, 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 I'm saying this now, coach. I'm saying it now. When he gets a consistent jump shot, I don't even care if he gets to the three. If he gets a consistent jump shot, 
Just free throw line extended. It's over. Yeah. This it's over for the league. It's over for the league, coach. Because you are a defensive specialist. You played and coached teams that understood defense better than anyone. You and Coach Daly perhaps coached the greatest defensive team ever in the history of the NBA. There are a couple places on the floor, Coach, that you just can't double team. One being at the elbow. Mm -hmm. If Giannis can just get to the elbow and be consistent there, it's over for the league. Yep. It's over. It, it, everyone keeps saying, well, three-point shooting. Though, if he can just consistently knock down his free throws at a, a 75 to 80% clip, and if he can play from the elbow like all great players can, right? Whether you talk about Tim Duncan, Michael Jordan, you know, all the great players, they get there. They get to places where you can't double team them, right? <laughs> yeah. If he can get there, it's over for the league because there's nothing that you can do. It's not that you, he's already passing the ball at a high level. He's already throwing the ball ahead now, which great players do. They throw the ball. He can dive to the post. He can get it back at the sweet spot and, and make a move. He's at the basket in one dribble from half court, literally. <laughs> okay. There's nothing you can do. He's got a post game. You know, he can fade away. He can play downhill. You know, he can accept the double team. He's got big enough hands to accept the double team and pass around the double team. So now it's just a matter of him consistently get a perimeter game. And then I think he will have a run like Jordan and those guys. I really do. All right. You know, let's let's go quickly on the other starters. Uh, give me a couple of comments simply on Steph Curry. Terrific guard. I don't. I don't classify him as a point guard. Two guard. Terrific guard. One of the elite shooters I've ever seen because of the following: he can shoot off the dribble, pass, shot, range. You know, normally guys have a. a, a you know, they got a feel. You know, when you saw Reggie Miller, you you know he he had a feel. Ray yeah. Allen, he had a feel. This guy shoots it off the dribble as well as off the catch. He shoots it with range. He shoots it with a step back. One of the great shooters of all time, if not the greatest, because yeah. of his ability to do it from all different phases of the game. I agree. I agree. Uh, what DeMar DeRozan has done for the Bulls. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. How about this? You know, last year in free agency, <laughs> You know, I didn't hear too many people talking about him, Coach. Amen. Amen. I know. We went and talked about it. Yeah. You know, you and I talk every day. I didn't hear too many people saying, this is the guy we need to get. How about this, Coach? You have a first team, a starter in the NBA All-Star game. He needs to be in the MVP conversation. He may not be the MVP, but he's in the conversation He's in the top five, I think. Yep. Okay? Yep. Without question. And suddenly now... You know, it wasn't he wasn't I don't think he was one, two or three on a lot of people's list. And he falls to Chicago. I didn't even hear about Chicago getting. Nope. And I you know how about the season he's having? So a testament to him. He's mastered the art of the mid range. OK, he's mastered that art of the mid range. And here's something that's here's something that's unique about him, coach. I want to say this real quick. He hasn't really changed his game his whole career. But he's gotten better at what he did from when he first came in the league. How about that? Yeah, it's, it's a hell of an observation. I, I think we need to give 
credit to our friend Billy Donovan, a college coach who's come into the pros and has won everywhere. Last year was the first time he had a losing record, I think, in the pros. But more importantly, he's kind of brought out the best of him, Lonzo Ball, all these guys. And that's the job of a coach. Take players where they can't take themselves. So good for Billy. I agree with you. I think Billy deserves some credit. But I also think that Coach Popovich deserves some credit. Because there's been a lot of players in our league that have scored a lot of points and have gone on scoring tangents like we're currently seeing. Yeah. But you know what I respect about what's going on with DeMar DeRozan is that here's a player that's scoring at a high clip and he's managing time and score. Yeah. And I don't think he learned that just this year. Oh, no, no, I don't. I think he learned that in San Antonio because I saw Greg Popovich put him at the point guard position last year and force him to play with the other guys. Hmm. Now, I, I, when I watch him this year, because I watched him a lot, because at the time I lived in Chicago when he was with Toronto. Right. He's really managing time and score because Zach Levine has missed some games. Yep. There. And it's because of DeMar DeRozan. Now, he's playing and scoring and doing those things, but he's playing with a purpose. And I think you and I know the difference, Coach. Yeah. Uh, when a guy is just scoring and a guy is doing it because that's what's needed. And that's what I appreciate about DeMar DeRozan. He's just not scoring. He's scoring and he's winning. There's a difference. Yeah. So yeah. I, I much respect to what he's yeah. doing this year. Uh, the MVP from last year, Jokic. Uh, quick, uh, what, quick what can look. you say? Yeah. I, I refer to him, Coach, as the most charming player in the NBA. <laughs> I like that. Uh, he's, I like he, that. Look. I don't think we've ever seen a big pass the ball like he has off the move, right? There's been yeah. Bill Walton, you know, Johnny Red Kerr. There's been some wonderful passers. I don't think we've ever seen someone at his size passing off the move like this. Yeah, that's good. He's just charming for me to watch because I'm going, you know, I played a position where they expected me to pass. This guy's better than, <laughs> I mean, this guy's making passes that you go, okay. There's everyone else, and then there's him. He's just incredible. He plays from the low post. He plays from the high post. He plays beyond the three. I don't think he can beat you and I in a race, but the guy <laughs> plays fast. <laughs> the guy, he, and he's doing this, Coach. Okay, you ready for this? He's doing this without Jamal Murray, who may be the best player who hasn't made played in the All-Star game yet. Yeah, good call. Okay, so... I have been thoroughly impressed with what he's been able to do. He's playing winning basketball. Michael Porter Jr. is not playing. Yep. They're still winning. And it's all because of him. Yeah. So this guy is a star of stars. He plays with role players. He plays with other great players. What of the he's he's he is charming. I don't know how else to describe the guy <laughs> other than you say he just finds a way to get it done. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, let's, um, let's just, uh, go, uh, quickly cause I know, uh, time is a factor here for both of us, but, uh, on the reserves, uh, on LeBron's team, uh, Jarrett Allen from Cleveland took Harden's place, uh, one, one sentence, one line on him. What a story. 
I wish I, I wish my hair would grow like that now. You know what a story. <laughs> I mean, they got what a story. That's okay? a that's a that's a, a that's a great yeah, line. All right. Yeah. What, yeah. what a story. You Jim, know what I mean? Like, how, what a story. And he has the greatest throw in the NBA. Yeah. Next. <laughs> how, how about how about our our friend uh, the Bud the you know the star of commercials now with Budweiser Jimmy Butler from the Heat. Uh, what a star. I mean, Jimmy. Look, Jimmy. Jimmy buckets knows how to win. Jimmy Buckets, I followed his career when he first got to Chicago. What a player. What a competitor. And uh, and he's playing for one of our great friends, Coach Spo. So, you know what? I, I mean, what, what, I mean, he's he, he, very deserving to be there. I didn't know if he would be there because I didn't know if he was going to play enough games. But you know what? Good for him that he's there. Very deserving of it. And one of the best players. One of the best two-way players in the, in the NBA. I, I totally agree. Um Doncic is on a roll right now. I mean, Luca. You know, I, 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 I feel I have to say this when you say Luca is. I'm waiting on him to come to camp in shape. Mm. Because when he gets in shape, you see what he starts to do. You know, he starts having forty point games, fifty point games. Yep. I mean, this guy is one of the special talents as far as size playing the point guard position. I mean, but he wasn't in shape at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, I agree. And 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 and, and I'm saying this because I thought he should have, I thought he was going to be the MVP this year. Why I say that is because the way he played in, in the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, one of your favorite guys, Darius Garland. I know you're excited about him. Oh man. It. How about that? What, what a story. What, what, the whole Cleveland is a is a great feel good story, right? If you yep. want to just feel good, just watch Cleveland, right? No one expecting to be here. Darius Garland, well said, comes out of nowhere. Congratulations to him, Winnie. I believe you coach Winnie, his dad, right? I, 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 yeah, I've I've had Winnie. Yeah, I mean, geez, it's 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 amazing. I've had him and I've had Melvin Booker. I mean, oh yeah, look the at the damn you. kids are better than the dads, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what Darius Garland it was great. fantastic. What a great story. Hey, um, hey, hey, no. hey, Donovan Mitchell, you know, again, back playing good. Um, yep. You know, yep. he's got such an unusual missed a, missed game. A, quite a few games. I wasn't sure if he was going to make it as well I did, because of I the wasn't games either. he had missed. Yep. Um, you know, due to various things going on, you know, in the world today. But, you know, he's back playing well. Um, he's back doing his thing. And, you know, hopefully they'll they'll figure it out how to make a deep run. They've, they've had a lot of individual they've had a lot of team success in the regular season but it hasn't translated to the postseason so hopefully this will be a season where they'll figure it out uh fred van fleet uh, i think an un- oh. undrafted all-star that's the i call him the everyman superstar yeah. he gives all the guys who weren't drafted overlooked he gives us he gives them hope he gives me hope you know i'm looking yeah. at fred going yeah, I can make it. You know yeah. what? What a what a story. I mean, would you say the guy has a chip on his shoulder, right? He has a chip, and he goes from undrafted to the NBA All Star game. How about that? I think he, mean, what, I think he leads the league in minutes played. Yeah, I mean, Fred think is. About that. You know what? This guy has unbreakable confidence in himself, and I'm saying, you know what? It's easy to play when things are going good. Yeah, but Fred should be the story and. You know, he should be the, the face of saying, you got to believe in yourself. 
and he his his belief and his confidence is unwavering. He plays that way. So congratulations to him. He's my favorite person this year in the All Star game. Awesome, because uh, his road to get there. What's the odds on that happening, Coach? Yeah, no, I mean no, they're unattainable. Uh, Chris Paul, old man Chris Paul. I mean, just as steady as point guard. Chris Paul, right now, Coach. This is gonna make you laugh. Chris Paul is the coach of the year. <laughs> he should be the coach of the year, right? Uh, His relationship that? with Monty, that's yeah. the type of relationship I want to have with someone where you just look at each other, you know what's going on. Yep. Chris Paul, they got to make a new, they got to make a new coach yeah. player or whatever. Yeah, like he, he's the coach yeah. of the year. It's like he's, Peyton, he's the coach it's of the like year. Peyton, what can you say about yeah, Chris Paul? It's like Peyton like, Manning in football with the coach. Yeah, you know, this guy. Yeah, I agree. Listen, at his age, what he's doing. I got nothing but praise for Chris Paul. He's yep. he is my coach of the year for the twenty twenty two season. And and speaking of that, uh, the coach of that team, uh, the team LeBron is Monty Williams, who, oh. who was in the finals last year. What a story! And also, the new assistant coach of the U.S. national team under head coach Steve Kerr, and the guy he's coaching against for coach Durant, Kevin Durant's team. Uh, Eric Spolster from the Miami Heat is the other assistant coach on our national team. So they did a pretty darn good job of selecting coaches. And uh, Yeah, they did. Give yeah. Grant Hill credit. He did a pretty yeah. good job. Grant Hill for a rookie job. executive, not bad. Hey, not pretty bad. good job. Coach Monty is one of our favorites. Yes. So, you know what? He's, what a story. He's fantastic. Let's, and, uh, hey. and, and as you know, Coach, it's always, it's always difficult to coach with expectations yeah. and believe it or not, they're better this they're, year talking about the Phoenix Suns than they were last. So, and that goes directly to coach Monty Williams. So congrats. 48 and 10, I believe uh, as, yes. as we're recording uh, quickly, let's run down uh, KD's team. Uh, you know, LaMelo ball from Charlotte replaced Kevin Durant. How about Rook, that? Rookie How about year that? last year. How about that? What a year he's having. Well, you know, when you're watching Charlotte Hornets play, it's like he's playing in the All-Star game all year. So. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> he probably won't even know there's a difference. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, he might do the most incredible stuff in this game. Uh, he's made for this kind of game. Devin Booker from the Suns, again. A pro's pro. You, you want to know what it means to be a professional? Just watch Devin Booker. This guy, just he just gives it to you. He is the best player on the best team. Enough said. Yeah. Rudy Gobert, you know, just a rebounding shot blocking machine. Rudy, from Utah. Yeah, Ru- Rudy, you know what what he brings to that Utah Jazz, you know, it's beyond appreciation and uh, very deserving to be an All Star for what he does on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Zach Levine's going to try to play with a, a you know a sore knee, but uh, played on our Olympic team, and uh, again when he's healthy this year, not sick, not hurt. Mr. Excitement. I mean, this guy in the open court runs and jumps with the best of them and uh, very deserving for what they've done there in Chicago. And him and uh, DeMar DeRozan, hey, they're they're, they're two of the most exciting, uh, you know, wing players in the NBA. A great combo. Chris Middleton was the master of the mid-range last year until DeRozan came into the Eastern Conference and uh, not quite having the year he had in the playoffs, but Again, an all-star performance every night out, it seems. You know, Chris Middleton's career, he 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 shows up in big moments. You know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like Chris Middleton is like, you know, there's not a lot, there's not a lot going on in the regular season, you know? <laughs> but 
when you when you're down and out, this guy makes big shots after big shot. You know, he might be the new he might be the new version of Mr. Big Shot. So you know what? Good call. Uh, regular season stuff. He's like, yeah. When the playoffs become, Chris Middleton will be there. Carl Anthony Towns, you know, I think is putting together yeah. a, a really good year. Um, yeah, well, well, you know, Big Cat is really, you know, it's 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 well documented the problems and trouble they've had up there in in, in Memphis, Minnesota, and uh, because of him and uh, Anthony Edwards, you know, Ooh. this guy's an all star waiting in waiting, right? Yep. Uh, but give Cat credit, Cat's played big this year, and really they're they they're turning things around up there in Minnesota. So there there's hope up there. Uh, in the Twin Cities, and it's because of Cat and, and Anthony Edwards. Uh, you can see the Golden State Warriors sadly miss uh, an injured Draymond Green, who yes. we hope yeah. gets back healthy to play yeah. this year. Uh, so he's going to be replaced in the game, obviously a defensive player of the year. But he was replaced by a young player who I love when young players make it. And DeJounte Murray from the Spurs uh, replacing him, uh, really, really a good player. Uh, any thoughts on him as a player? Congratulations. Um, you know, I, I think he, it, it's been tough. You're right. I didn't, I didn't expect, uh, you know, because they're not doing well. When I say doing well, yep. the team isn't in the yeah. playoffs. Right. Uh, but give him credit. He's really progressed. I, you know, I, I always kept a close eye on him, even when he had an injury, cause you could see his talent and it all came together for him. So, um, you know, it's been great to watch his development and congratulations to the staff down there for development, right? We say development, but truly this has been one of the better stories because he's truly developed and now he's developed to an NBA all-star. Well, you know, I have like 12 more questions for you, but you know, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but every Coach, time you got to come back. How about that? You, yeah. Every time, you know, every I, time I, you and I do these things, we could go for like two hours and stuff. So yeah, we have to, you know, we have to do another edition soon on, uh, anytime coach. I'm always here for you. My friend, you are the absolute best, the great BJ Armstrong. And uh, you can listen to him at hoop genius. If you want to, which yeah. is in Europe and is killing it. Absolutely killing it. So, oh, man, I appreciate you, Coach. Yeah, I appreciate man. you. And, um, Thank you, brother. Yeah, so we've been, you know, we've just been rocking and rolling, moving right along, and I always appreciate you having me on, but hopefully we can come back and we can keep going. We'll, All right. We'll, we'll get another session in. We, we, I appreciate it so much, and enjoy the games this weekend. Okay, Coach, be well. Thanks. Thanks.